Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. Mousebirds is brought to you by the Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations Travel Agency. TTA Vacations specializes in helping you plan your Disney, Universal, and Cruise Line vacations. To take advantage of our free planning services, contact us at ttavacations at gmail.com. Our show hosts are your agents, so contact us to have us help plan your dream family vacation. Hi, and welcome back to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. I'm Ron, and I'm here today with Laurel and Rachel. Hey, guys. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Today we're answering a question that we get a lot. Uh, Why do we keep going back to Disney World? Haven't you done everything? And obviously we go back because we like it, but we also go back because we haven't done everything. In hundreds of trips, there's always something new, something more we haven't done. Uh, even though like we've done most of the tours and things, there's always something more like that for us to do if we want. But there's also a lot of basic things that open every year, new restaurants, new menus. So we're going to talk about some of these things that are newer, or at least new for us that we've never done before, that are coming up on our trip, just to kind of give you a look into, you know, what things change over the course of it's been about a year and a half since we went on our last long trip uh, to Disney. So I'm going to start, and I think we should go over some of the new attractions uh, that have opened in just that amount of time. Uh, last time we were down was just a week or two before the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opened. They were doing some, uh, I think, cast member previews the day we were at Epcot. hmm on the last trip, and we just missed that. So that's one I know we're all really looking oh, yes. forward to. Yes, super excited. Absolutely. can't I cannot wait. Uh, for those who don't know, it is a roller coaster with spinning cars. It's set to, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's set to, you know, like mostly kind of 80s and 90s rock music. Awesome. Mix. Oh, some 70s, I think, <laughs> in some of them. I think there's Conga, December, Iran. Um, I can't remember the others, but yeah, so we're looking forward to that. While we're staying at Epcot, uh, the Moana Journey of Water just yes. opened a couple weeks ago it at this amazing. point. It amazing. I have to say, I was a naysayer when it was happening, but I've seen it now, and I'm like, okay, I see you, I see you, Epcot, I see what you're doing, and I'm happy. <laughs> so, uh, Back at the Magic Kingdom, Tron Light Cycle Run. Uh, looks great. Uh, some of our family's been on it. A lot of our friend, all of our friends have, but you know, it's one of those ones we just haven't been there since it opened. So that's one I know. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. We are definitely going to pay the individual Lightning Lane for if we can't get a boarding group because that's one that's definitely on our list. So we're definitely looking forward to that one. Um, I don't think there's oh, the I mean, we've seen it before, but we're very excited. About the return of Happily Ever After. Yes. It's been a while for that one. Several trips for that one. It's just, you know, before Happily Ever After, there was Wishes. And Wishes, by the way, was an amazing show. And then Happily Ever After came out. And it was like, it took Wishes and amplified the, like, the cheese and the ooey-gooey nature in my soul factor. And now I'm super obsessed. 
And unfortunately, uh, what was the name of Enchantment? It was the name of the new show. Yeah, Enchantment it, is actually going to be returning next year for some of the after hours parties. That's true. So if you're going, I think it's in the spring, uh, you might, and you're doing both, like the after hours and the Magic Kingdom, regular Magic Kingdom nights, you might be able to get both sets of fireworks oh, that, in the that, same week. That would be fun for any person. I mean, Enchantment is good, but, you know, there's always a nostalgia factor. And, you know, nostalgically, I'm I'm just loving Happily Ever After. I agree. And I think the only other new attraction at Magic Kingdom that I could think of, uh, well, Fantasmic's back with some new show scenes over at the studios, too. I didn't even put that on my list. Oh, that'll be, oh, it's our favorite show. It's her, it's a fan, a family favorite. Everybody in our family loves it. And going along with that, one of the first was we're doing Hollywood and Vine for dinner as part of the Fantasmic packages. Yes, for, we've, for the Hollywood, we've never, the we've, holiday thing. We've never done the holiday meals, and we've also never done dinner there, at least in a very, very long time. Like since it's been redone. Yeah. So that's one of them. And then the final attraction over at Animal Kingdom is the Nemo Big Blue and Beyond. We haven't seen the new show since it premiered. It is a changed version of Finding Nemo the Musical, um, which was a favorite of all of ours. I know that. I'm excited to see it in whatever its version is. I, I was very concerned that, you know, when things closed down during the pandemic, like that was going to be one of the ones that was on the chopping block. And even in a, you know, shortened, pared down version of the show, I'm still excited to see it. And... That's it for like the new attractions. But remember, this is things that are new to us in just right. 18 months of since the last time we went to the parks. And, you know, going across like new restaurants between Universal, City Walk, uh, Disney Springs, and in the park, we're having dinner at places we've never been. Cowfish, the kitchen. Uh, we're going to Garden Grill. I don't think I've been there since the 90s when the name changed. I'm very excited for Garden Grill. Uh, Rachel is going to Spice Road Table, which we really like, but we wanted to try something different. Uh, Rachel, this is your first time at Skipper Canteen coming up too, right? Yes, I'm super excited. I've been waiting for the cheesiness of this restaurant for so long. Well, there's so many Easter eggs, Rachel. You're going to be like walking around the restaurant and looking for stuff. <laughs> I know, hope. right? If I if I could focus, hopefully the child doesn't like cause too much of a ruckus to to like steal focus or take away my attention from being able to assess then, the restaurant. Okay, Rachel, we'll 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 steal his focus <laughs> so you can look around the restaurant. Um, but this is just a little quick sample of things that are new uh, for us at Disney World. And Rachel, this is your first time you're going to Universal with your kid, and there's a lot of things that are both of our kids, this is going to be their first trip for because they're getting older, they're getting taller. They're all able to do things they haven't on previous trips. But this is your first time to Universal in a while. And yes. you've got a few attractions that you haven't done that you're looking forward to, right? Yes. Like the last time we actually went to Universal was pre-pandemic for sure. And, and even then, and if I were to really think about it, May even be like well before that, right? Well, no, because it was definitely pre-pandemic. Like it's probably been at least four years. Yeah, probably at least four years since I've been to Universal. And this is our first time. 
uh, for my husband and I to go to Universal during the Christmas season or the holiday seasons rather. So like, I'm really excited to see all of the, all of the amazing fun decorations, the different special merch, the special like food and drink experiences. I'm super excited about going to Grinchmas. I mean, like that was like my main reason I really wanted to go to Universal on this trip because so it's not like we, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like you we go to Disney during the Christmas holiday all the time. I mean, when you decide to go to Disney during a holiday, a very popular holiday season time, it's like you just expect and know there's going to be crowds. So not only do you lower expectations, uh, but also you put on your patient pants. And uh, to be honest, I... I'm very hopeful that it's going to be crowded, but not too crowded. Like, obviously, I expect people want to be there, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as, like, Disney Park crowded. Uh, it's going to be the same relativity, relatively. Yeah. Like, those first two days we're going, we're going for Thanksgiving and the week after. So, the first two days we're going to the parks on Thanksgiving and that Friday yeah. are going to be jammed. Yeah. And well, I, I guess mean, it's like, a- I, I guess it's a good thing I don't I don't have express pass uh, for most of these rides, and uh, you know the child can only really go on so many. So but then on by Monday, when I think is when you're starting Universal, yeah, uh, it's going to taper down a lot to some of the quiet yes. suite. That's my hope. That is my hope. I mean, I, but I, was, I will still yeah. be able to catch the Grinchmas. You know the how 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 this, the Grinch stole Christmas show, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, I think Fitz is really gonna like it too. It's like super grinchy. It's super grinchy. I've, um, seen, I've seen pictures and stuff. <laughs> so you haven't been on Hagrid's Velocicoaster? Nope. Have you been on Jimmy Fallon? I have, but it's been like way too long. And to be honest, I, I actually the last time I I feel like I've only done Jimmy Fallon once. And I really don't need to do it again. <laughs> um it is definitely but, like a one and done kind of ride for sure. Yes. The only thing I enjoy about the Jimmy Fallon ride is actually not the ride itself. The it's pre-show. The pre-show. Yes. It's the <laughs> pre-show like hanging out. I could sit there. It's like, it, it's a lot like going down the YouTube rabbit hole. Like you're just literally watching a montage of all of Jimmy's greatest hits. So I have to assume they've maybe added some to that since then. And it's super funny because obviously it's been edited well and it, 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 it's great. Jimmy Fallon is an interesting personality. So, you know, I recognize he's not for everybody and I wouldn't necessarily say he's my all time favorite nighttime spectacular show kind of guy, but he, he, he is a personality. So I can certainly acknowledge the appeal. Um, I feel like the ride is a little bit lacking, but we can move on from that. I am extremely excited for Hagrid's uh, Hagrid's motorbike. That one, I it, I'm very excited for. I, I am excited for Velocicoaster as well. I do love a good uh, roller coaster, but I'm doing these coasters by myself because again, with the parents swapping and. I get scared kind of easily on roller coasters, even though I, I do get excited. Hagrid's motorbike, I'm I'm less concerned about, but Velocicoaster, I don't know why. I'm a little worried I might get scared. <laughs> so so 
And because again, I'll be by myself. I means I'll have to hold on to another like stranger human being near me. You'll have to so, have a stranger's hand. Yes, I'll have to like make friends. I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm parent swapping. I'm all alone. Can you please hold my hand? <laughs> so, um, so we'll see how it goes. But I am very excited for both. Not excited for the lines, but excited for both. Uh, hopefully, we'll manage to get through them with you know unscathed. <laughs> so, I think okay. Have faith, Rachel. Um, yes. are, are you planning on any meals in the parks at Universal that are going to be new for you? Um, nothing new per se. I am hoping to try um, the hot butter beer because I've never tried that before. Um, and I do like a, a nice warm beverage, you know, like a hot hot coffee or a hot tea now and again. So I have to imagine it is tasty. And there are a lot of people that claim that the hot butter beer is like their favorite butter beer. So I do think that that'll be interesting. I really enjoyed it, but it was also June. So maybe I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. But just because it was new to me, it was something I wanted to try because until I think last year or the year before, it used to only be available. Yeah. Like in the, in the winter months. Yeah. Basically. And then um, there's going to be, is there going to be a Christmas show for Harry Potter in the evenings? Are they having an overlay show? I don't know. I haven't read that they do a, well, you know what they, cause they used to do the Christmas style show on the castle. Um, I don't know if they do any specific stage productions over in, um, not Diagon Alley. Uh, yes, Diagon Alley. They both have stages, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think they do anything specific at Hogsmeade, but Diagon Alley, I think maybe they do. Um, but I don't know what they they haven't they they did bring back the stage productions, but I I haven't heard about any specific Christmas live shows except for the potential of them doing the the nighttime show on the castle. But right. that could be kind of yeah. But that might be kind of tricky because you really do have to be over there at a very specific time, and it gets crowded. Yes, it gets that that whole area gets so crowded. Yeah. Um and to be honest, a lot of things really kind of just depend on the child's mood by well, that time. You'll see what happens, you know. Keep exactly. Like I, I'm just going in, you know, and we're gonna just have a good time. There's nothing really in particular in the way of like foodie food stuff in the parks per se that I'm super excited for outside of uh, going back over to the um, at the Leaky Cauldron, um, I would like to get the Plowman's platter again because they that they, they that was something that was very special and unique uh, when we were there last time. So we are hoping to eat at the Leaky Cauldron, but you know, again. You know, it really just depends on crowds. I don't really know what time of day, but we typically try to eat around times that it's not as crowded during meals. So so that's kind of the hope. But other than that, there's really no specific plans for food or restaurants. Um, like I didn't even make a reservation for anything there. I, you know, I just like I'm just going with it. Um, the only other thing that I briefly had like a moment of thought, I was like, maybe I should just 
be like super crazy and do the character dining. They do the Marvel, Marvel uh, character dining. I was actually wondering if you guys were thinking of doing it. You should totally do it. Well, so I've considered it, but I haven't heard the greatest reviews about spaghetti and like stuff like that. But nobody does that event to go for the food, Rachel. It's for the characters. I mean, I will certainly look it up, um, but we'll we'll see. We shall see. Um, I do expect that the child will will be really excited to meet the characters in that area of the park, even though he may not be able to be tall enough yet to go on the rides. I Uh, I think that he would enjoy it more than Andy, only because, like, Andy, you know, I think really only likes a few characters in the Marvel Universe, whereas, you know, Fitz really enjoys all of them, and he still is, he doesn't really have any fear with, with character meet and greets, whereas you know, Andy has a lot of fear still. I think yeah. you're gonna get a lot more out of it. And if there's not very much you can do in the Marvel area because of his height, like that would be a good way to like enjoy the Marvel experience. And that's not something that's available in Disney for you. So I would definitely consider it. And if you something- no, ab- absolutely, like I know he's gonna really love meeting the characters over there. I mean, I I don't I don't know what else he's gonna get really into. Um, but it is two, it is three parks that we are trying to pack into two days. So we'll have to see how this goes. I mean, I mean, to be honest, I I keep going back and forth about this. Like maybe I should start us over at Universal Studios, try and see if I can pack some characters in maybe with ET and then head over to islands of adventure. But the problem is the rides that I need to try and do, I really need to do at islands of adventure. So the fact is I have to go to islands of adventure first and try and get those two rides. in. so then I have like the rest of the day to kind of really chill. I mean, I think they both have single rider lines. Um, I know Hagrid's is one of those ones that like rock and roller coaster over at Disney because it's a two by two seater kind of thing is not always the fastest. You could be waiting almost as long as the main line for just the single rider. And sometimes yeah. Hagrid's just closes off the single rider because they just want to, you know, uh, pare it down before they let anybody else wait in a ridiculous line for a single rider. But I think Velocicoaster might move a little faster just because it's a faster loading coaster or whatever. Even though it is a two-seater, I haven't heard people say that one's as slow. Yeah, and I've heard some. But it also, that one gets to like a pretty – it's such an easy loader. I think it gets in the afternoons down again. I was about to say the same thing. I think in the afternoons that the line goes down again for that one. So just something to think about when you're managing your day. Yeah, I mean – I'll just have to, like, like we said, I'll just have to see how it goes. You know, we, 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 to be honest, there's so much that is out of my control whenever you are, um, like wandering about with a toddler, (laughs) like, because the truth is he's very excitable. He's, you know, wants to do everything and he's, He's so mature for like an almost three-year-old, but at the same time, he's, I totally expect tantrums. I totally expect flip, you know, him getting way too um, amped up and overexcited. And so sometimes the best solution is just kind of walking away for a bit and letting him kind of, you know, have his feelings. (laughs) So, you know, well, it's so unusual of you. 
You're usually such a big planner. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I'm trying not to over plan, particularly on the universal days, because I really just don't want to go in with unrealistic expectations. My only real plans are like, I have a few must do's. And like I said, hot butterbeer, I really want to get Plowman's Platter at the Leaky Cauldron. And I'm hoping to um, to obviously take him over to the Seuss Landing area and spend as much time over there as possible to do Grinchmas. And obviously get in line to go see the the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas show. Like those are really my only must-dos. Um, anything else after that is really kind of icing on the cake, meaning like if I get to get him over to Universal and he meets some of the characters over there... That would be fantastic. The only characters I absolutely would love for him to meet only because he's really starting to now hit up, you know, with the excitement of the DreamWorks, you know, storylines and characters. I really want him to meet Shrek and Fiona. He is absolutely, he loves the Shrek movies. And so I know that he would really, really enjoy that. Um, Andy was so scared. She, she was so scared. Didn't want to go. I'm excited to see if he goes see because they're huge characters, like physically large. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, yeah. And she's actually on this weird anti-DreamWorks kick. Has she given you this one? She doesn't like the boy sitting on the moon because <laughs> she has a few trolls books and they have the DreamWorks logo on the front of mm-hmm. them. She doesn't like the little boy sitting on the moon. So, I yeah, don't it's know why. She insists people can't sit on the moon. Like that's why. It doesn't make sense to her logically. And so in her little four-year-old brain, it makes her uncomfortable. <laughs> but, you know, well, all that are things. <laughs> That's okay. You know, my, my child told me I put too much ice in my cups. So clearly in his brain, he, he only knows the world in black and white. So uh, what are some other firsts we're going to be doing on this trip that aren't really Disney or Universal related? I think we we have a couple of days where evenings where we're planning on spending some time out in Orlando. I think we're going to head over to uh, Winter Park and the East End Market one night. Uh, it's an area I used to spend a lot of time in college at. We used to go to the movies over there. There was a great little independent theater. And they had a couple good like outdoor malls with like decent restaurants and stuff. So I I'm, used to go to Winter Park a lot. Uh, I don't think I've been there in almost probably 20 years since I graduated like that's but it's going to be interesting to go over there and try at this food hall I know a lot of people recommend it and uh, uh, there's a Gideon's over there yes which is uh, you know you could drive there from Disney Springs get your cookies and drive back and probably beat that line beat the by an hour <laughs> um, I'm excited to go to the Gideon's only because I I never got to go inside the one at, at Disney Springs just because it's the line's always so long and the timing matters. But I'm excited to get Gideon's coffee, <laughs> so just, along with the uh, the cookies. Um, also, we uh, the ladies uh, in the trip are going to be doing an offsite spa day that I'm very excited about. Rachel hunted around for some good options for a nice spa day experience. So we're going to be doing that. Rachel, do you want to talk about that? So, yes, let's talk about our spa day that we have decided to do for the ladies. Um, The 
you know, I decided that because we were going to be there for our birthday, it was basically like you. So it's basically Laurel and my birthday, as well as our mother's birthday. And I decided that I really wanted to do a spa day. I did hunt around for varying hotel resorts that do spas. And of course I did look at the ones that are like your humongously fancy, uh, fancy schmancy, uh, spas. Um, I really, really would love to eventually maybe go to the Ritz Carlton at some point. Oh yeah, uh, that's definitely on the list. Yeah, then, t- um, talk. The Gaylord but, Palms has a really nice spa as well. Yes, I looked at both of them, and the Ritz Carlton one absolutely looks amazing. I eventually do want to go there, but because most of their spa is closed uh, for renovations right now, I just didn't feel like it was worth the money to go there. Um, And I did look at Gaylord Palms, but I think once I kind of looked at the prices and I Gaylord Palms and the Ritz Carlton really are kind of similar in the price range and the amenities. And so I kind of felt like if I was going to do one or the other, it would probably be the Ritz. So I ultimately decided I wanted to try and find a spa that was kind of a little more middle, middle of the road, but still offered a lot of amenities while offering really high quality uh, masseuse massage products and uh, masseuse experiences. And as well as doing other experiences besides massages, like, you know, doing body wraps or facials and stuff like that. So uh, I did kind of dwindle it down to a few different options, but ultimately I decided to go ahead and do uh, the Blue Harmony Spa over at the Wyndham Grand uh, at Orlando Resort Bonnet Creek. Um, That particular resort is actually really close to the Disney properties. So it it is, it is actually really close to the same area there. I think you can Um, only enter from property. I was about to say that. Yeah. I think you, the only entrance too is from property. Um, I think we had breakfast over there once when some family was staying there, Mm -hmm. but that's the only time I've been there. It's a beautiful hotel. Um, We were talking about what we want to do for like a meal afterwards or maybe before. I don't know. Well, I guess the timing will will depend. But um, we were thinking of doing an off-property restaurant as well um, for like one of the like the popular local places. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. Maybe in our after call, we'll talk about whatever new restaurant we went to. (laughs) Um, And I know we're sticking around about a week after the rest of the family leaves. Because we've got a wedding the weekend after that in in state, so I think we were talking about one night going over. And you said there's a sushi, a conveyor belt sushi place you want to check out. Yes, I want to go to the conveyor belt sushi place. <laughs> uh, but there's there's probably there's always a million new things to do on and off property. Uh, and I even you know my friends who are locals, I watch they're like always finding something new to do. Uh, we've talked about whether we wanted to go to the. Uh, Lights over at Island H2O Water Park, which is part of the Give Kids the World mm-hmm. uh, uh, events, uh, which is kind of like the Osborne Lights have kind of moved over there. Um, there's a food truck hall on 192 we've talked about going. So no matter how often you go, even if you live there, there's always something else to do. Oh, you know what else is new for Rachel? She's taking Fitz to the Peppa Pig Park. And staying at Cabana Bay. That's true. Rachel, oh, yes. The first on this I know. I really have kind of you done a bunch of Pack them in. Pack in the first. I, I, I Well, I that's kind of always my goal. I try to throw in as many firsts as possible. But, yeah, we're going to Peppa Pig Land, which, of course, my child will not stop talking about. 
He, um, even like yesterday, he said to me, okay, mom, so we're going on the boat and then we go to Peppa Pig land. And I said, no, no, we're going to go on the boat for a week. And then we're going to go to universal for, for a day. He's like, okay. And then Peppa Pig. I'm like, yes. And then Peppa Pig. He's like, yay. Can we go to tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, other thing that we forgot to mention on the attractions, um, figment. Is going to be at Epcot. Oh, the meet and greet. Which I don't... we are all super excited about. We're not telling Andy though, because in all honesty, she probably won't want to meet him, and that is okay. She doesn't care. This, this the figment meet this and is greet for us. For Ari is really targeted at our age group. But yes, we're going to do that, and um, I'm actually very excited about the um, holiday festival at epcot because there's going to be some new food items and things available there too and yeah we haven't even touched on quick service changes that we're good we're going to say like we almost never eat quick service over at uh, disney springs i think we're going to try the plate pig which we yes has been on my want to list for years but just because of the way things have worked out we've just never had the chance to eat there so yeah we're as I just said, you know. Well, we should explain that that evening. So Rachel and Di- Rachel and Disney, <laughs> Rachel and Casey are going to go on a date night to um, Rachel. What restaurant are you guys going to? Another new one for you, Wine Bar George. Yes, they're going. Another to- another first for me. Yes, another first for them for their date night. So we're taking fits with us. And we're going to go probably grab a pizza for the kids because, like, I don't think they're going to eat much barbecue. And then we're going to take it with us to the Plight Pig and we're going to get Din Din. And I'm excited. So, yeah, I just really want to, again, say, like, there's always something new. So just because someone goes off and doesn't mean they're just going to ride Space Mountain again and again and again, which we do. This is true. But that's not why we always keep going back. We always keep going back for these changes. Disney runs on nostalgia, but they can't run on that alone. There's always something to grab people back. And, and you know what's interesting? Um, you know, Andy's almost five. She'll be almost five for sure by the time the trip happens. And she's mentioned to me a couple of times about things that she's looking forward to that were things that she did before that she really enjoyed. And just like Ron said, like, you know, it does run on nostalgia. It, it they, they get you when you're young. Um, but But at the same time, you know, she's already starting to have those positive experiences and so you know the more things we try the more things we do you know she's going to have more and more positive experiences yeah agreed i mean this is why we do what we do because we really want to not just enjoy and have great family time but you want to create those memories i mean uh this is part of the reason why i decided to on this trip do the the one night over at cabana bay is because i I know that that particular resort is very kid friendly. And at this age, I mean, I mean, this child, although I don't know, maybe my child's just crazy, but he told me that he remembers all of things that we did at Disney last year. And I'm like, really? Because I'm pretty sure you were like only like 15 months old at the time. So I really can't believe you would remember all these things. But so, so you somehow I remember you guys talking about it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but he's convinced me that he remembers things. And so now I'm like, well, great. Now I've really got to step it up because he like, he re- remembers. I mean, 
you know, gosh darn it, means I really got to do do good on this trip because he's now clearly got a memory. Well, that's what this is. It's about building memories. And if you want to help uh, build some memories with your family, uh, go ahead and contact our travel agent sponsor, Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations uh, at ttavacations at gmail.com. You'll get one of us as your agent. Uh, we are a fee-free agency. We get paid by Disney, not you. And we're more than happy to help you plan, uh, whether it's your first trip or your hundredth trip, we can help you plan and help you figure out something new to do. So once again, ttavacations at gmail.com. So on behalf of myself, our sponsor, uh, and my co-host, Rachel and Laurel, uh, this is Ron saying thank you guys for listening to Mouse Birds and have a good night. Have a good night. See you real soon.